toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. This episode is sponsored by Tom Palladino with Scalar Light. Sign up and receive your 30-day free Scalar Light healing at scalarlight.com. And you can learn more in our interviews with Tom and the amazing benefits and healing potential in episodes number 73 and 78. And I've personally been receiving the scalar energy daily, and I've really noticed the shifts in my own energy with the chakra balancing, energy clearing, and nutrient support with a much deeper, deeper sleep. It's also a gift that I've been able to provide for my family. I'm Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. We are your co-hosts and souls on the journey, and this is our segment called Speak the Love. We would like to thank our Patreon supporters for allowing this weekly conscious conversation. We are so grateful for all the support we have received with the monthly donations on Patreon, the five-star written reviews on iTunes, and the connection within our Awakening Souls Facebook community. We are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends and join us every week. And if you like what you hear, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to invite you to take a moment to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out through your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose, breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy, and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself and breathing that light and love and imagining it being sent back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to. This is one of my favorite topics and near and dear to my heart of energy healing. And Stacey and I wanted to talk about energy healing because I am learning from some of my students and just people in general that come up to me after a yoga class and say, what exactly 
is energy healing. And I think there is some confusion around it. It is becoming more popular in mainstream. I've seen a lot of social media around energy healing. And so we're going to use this episode to not only bring some clarity around what energy healing is, and everyone has their own opinion on it. So just know that what Stacy and I share is our perspective and viewpoint of energy healing. You may meet another practitioner that has a totally different view. So just keep that in mind that we are just offering our opinions on it and also share some personal stories as well. Yeah, I think that, you know, that that's a good point though. Everyone does have their own take on it. And so for me, I mean, like, you know, just to say everything really is energy, right? We are all energy beings. And when we are recognizing that we can actually, you know, have, we're made up of matter, but when we become less matter and more energy, we can, you know, and then to do that is to tune into the energy field around us. And that might be getting a little too far ahead of things at the moment. But, you know, just to recognize that we are energy, you know, and we're charged with lots of energy and we, our emotions and our thoughts and everything around us, you know, it it feels very arbitrary sometimes. And I think, you know, it, it can feel like, well, what is this energy? Our minds can't conceive it because we can't see it. So it's hard to recognize what it is with the mind when, you know, but it's about tuning in and feeling that energy that is within us and all around us. Yes, I very much so agree. It is, it's difficult to put in like black and white tangible words, what energy healing is, but we've all had an experience of it. So often, you know, I'll have some of my students like rub their hands together and, you know, you create that heat and friction, and then you separate your hands like an inch apart and you feel that pulsation. And even though your hands are not actually touching, there is still that, you know, sacred space or energetic space in between your hands. And that radiates outside of the physical body. I always say we extend outside of our skin. You know, we don't end when our skin does. It moves out into the world through every living being. And I truly believe that anyone can channel this energy. We're not manipulating the energy. That's kind of a negative term that I I don't necessarily like to use. It's not manipulative in a way, but the energy flows where it wants to. And when we acknowledge that I am not just a physical body, the physical body is the vehicle that I get for this lifetime. And I'm just not only my chattery thoughts or my emotions, although that is very powerful energy, in my opinion, I think some of the most powerful energy that we can transmute out into the world because our emotions and our thoughts allow us to make choices which create action in the world. And the action or the movement is what we see sort of the result of this energy moving. And we can make this a healing force, but that has a lot to do with the power of choice. And so I'd love for you, if you have a story to share, Stacey, about have you had any like energy healing stories that you think have been significant in your life or ways that you use energy healing? 
Absolutely. I think that's all. I mean, I have so many, I think, um, cause maybe, cause maybe I, pick uh, one for time's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I know this could be a it's, really long episode. It, otherwise it's, <laughs> it's really something I've been tuning into for, oh gosh, like probably at least over the last 20 years or so. I am attuned to Reiki and I've been working with emotional freedom technique and, you know, somatic work. And I think that's all like really energy, right? But before I, I do share that story, the story I wanted to share, I want to just point out to that as we are all energy and recognizing, you know, like our emotions. And so I talk with my clients with this because it works so well, but you know, our emotions can be turned into this tangible feeling because emotions tend to be a little bit more arbitrary and, you know, abstract, and it feels like we don't have control over them. But when we create tangible energy and bring them into our body as tangible, we can help dissolve that a little bit more and have more control over it, you know, so to speak. And so, you know, even with emotions, I always have people look at their emotions and you know, how do they, uh, how big is it? What shape is it? What color is it? You know, does it have a texture? And to help bring in the energy light and help dissolve that tangible feeling because it's all energy and we can, you know, emotions themselves are, you know, energy and they only really last 90 seconds in our bodies. But to, I, to say that, I just wanted to make that point just because it's, really important to recognize that even emotions can have a control over them, so to speak, right? It doesn't have to, they don't have to take control over us. And and it's just energy. There's nothing to be afraid of. We're just moving through the energy of that emotion. And so for me, like I've had a lot of different energy sessions and I remember just one of my first times playing with energy. And I remember it was probably about, oh, 15, 20 years ago. And I was like, still had a lot of emotion coming up and this energy. And I was like working through maybe some childhood traumas that I had. And so I had all this like anger. And if anyone knows me now, that anger is not an emotion that I go to very frequently, not because I'm afraid of anger, but because it's something I've worked through and I've seen it as just energy. But I remember I just like had this anger and it was so intense. And I remember going through and I just went and I, I started tapping on this energy that was pulsating in my body. And I, when I say tapping, I was using the emotional freedom technique mm-hmm. and I was tuning into it in my body and feeling that at the same time while I was tapping on the meridian points because it works on the acupressure points. And next thing I know, this situation that I was angry at, which was really linked to my past, right? As most things are. And all of a sudden, like the energy just went out of my body and I couldn't get back to why I was angry anymore. It was like that quick. It was like just moving that energy in such a profound and tangible way that it just felt like, yeah, okay. So this is what this is about. This is, you know, real. And that's just like, one example of, you know, something that I was facing. I mean, I've had other energy where, you know, manifestations and things, but that's like probably a good start to a story of how that's manifested for me. 
Yeah, I definitely attest to the power of emotional freedom technique, or it's been nicknamed tapping most recently. Mm -hmm. It's kind of had a resurgence over the last several years, but it does. It uses the traditional Chinese medicine protocol with different acupressure points that have meridian lines. And these meridian lines are these energetic roadways or pathways. And there are similar traditions. So just to bring a little more clarity Energy healing is sort of this overarching, I think, umbrella for many different energy systems, or sometimes it's referred to as the subtle body or the energetic anatomy of the body. In the yogic tradition, it's the nadis and the chakras. In Chinese medicine, it's like the meridians. In Reiki, which is a Japanese tradition, it is Reiki or universal life force energy that is channeled throughout different areas of the body. So I think that's one of the confusions. People are like, well, what exactly is Reiki? Is it energy healing? Is it not? Same with EFT. And I, my opinion is, and again, you could find somebody else that has a different opinion, is that yes, these are all different forms of being able to coherently move the energy within our body, whether that's through tapping on acupressure points, we can do like self energy healing, we can go to a practitioner and receive energy healing. So there are different ways to access this level of healing. Some people might call it like spirit energy, there's different vocabulary, which I think that's maybe the confusing point for some people is there's a lot of different language used for a very universal concept. Yeah, you know, and I think there is a lot of different words that describe pretty much the same thing, right? And so I think it's also important to step out of our minds or thinking minds because energy can't really, it doesn't compute with the mind sometimes, you know, we can have a word for it, but but how does it feel in our bodies, you know, and being able to feel that, you know, because when we move out of our bodies, just like you were saying, you know, like with rubbing your hands together, that's all working with the somatic level of the body. And so that you're tuning into that and really, instead of finding a conceptual word for that, because there's, you know, Reiki and EFT, and it's all, you know, pretty much working all on the same principles, but being able to trust ourselves when when that energy comes up, or when we can feel into that energy and what that is, whether a spirit or, you know, something else. Yeah. And I do think it is a process for some people, some of us, and for me, this was very true. There was a point in my life when I was so disconnected from my physical body, from my, you know, mental and emotional mind, I was just trying to like figure it out. And I found myself like trying so hard to heal and like nothing was working. And that's part of my energy healing story. Like I come from a condition, an autoimmune condition, and I was the person who like tried it all. I tried, you know, the very Western medicine, physical type of modalities with medication. You know, I already had a yoga practice and so was really struggling. I tried all different kinds of even like hypnotherapy and went into that kind of realm. But for me, the turning point was instead of always looking outside, like externally for the next answer 
or the next, you know, miracle nutrition plan that was going to cure my autoimmune condition. It was really tuning inward and noticing my own energy. Mm -hmm. And this is when Reiki became like daily self Reiki became a part of my meditation practice. And I also used EFT a lot as well, and just started noticing my internal patterns, you know, emotional patterns, thoughts that came up. And that became a part of this whole healing journey for me and trusting in my own intuition and own inner guru, if you will, to create a healing journey that was right for me. And I think that's really the beauty of energy healing is that it begins this surrendering process of knowing that I hold within myself this own innate wisdom. Mm-hmm. And when we can really hone in on that and embody that in the physical body, yes, for like you said, the somatic experience, the mental, emotional, being aware of the thoughts that come in and choosing if I want to hold on to that to make it an action, do I want to follow through with that? And so it's quite a whole process, energy healing is. And I don't like to simplify it too much because it also looks different for every person. No, I definitely agree. It's definitely something, you know, it is a process that we, you know, when we start to learn about and tap in and, you know, move into the body, right. And start feeling how do things feel in the body and rubbing our hands together? Or how does it feel when, you know, you're meditating and you get quiet and your body starts to float? How does that feel? And and when your body really does become less matter and more energy, you know, when you go into that space of, as Dr. Joe Dispenza would say, no one, no thing, nowhere, you know, you were just a being like you're nothing, you know, as you're floating in space between being in the physical realm and being in the quantum. And, but it is, it took, you know, a while to get there before, you know, recognizing that you're really outside of yourself in that energy body, you know, becomes into matter when we start having maybe physical illness and how disease can start to manifest from the physical level as the energy levels, you know, maybe become stagnant or, you know, become, so I don't remember the word I'm looking for at the moment, but I you like know, the word stagnant. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, done these graphs or these, you know, diagrams where they can show like holes in the different energy bodies, different parts of the energy field where disease starts to form because that energy is not flowing. Mm -hmm. And so when we become too absorbed into the physical body and less energy into our physical body, it becomes, you know, that's where sickness comes in. Yes. Yeah. And from like the shamanistic perspective, they would say that Mm -hmm. dis-ease is created with misplaced energy. So when you say like those stagnant places of energy or feeling disconnected, many of my students will say, I just don't feel like myself. I don't feel in balance or in rhythm with, with what I'm supposed to do in this life. And that's when I bring up, well, have you thought about energy healing? And Mm -hmm. that can open up just so many different new doors and opportunities for someone to look at 
what presents itself as symptoms. So like getting back to my story, like my symptoms were presenting themselves in my digestive tract. And as I started to explore and do that more inner deep work of using self-Reiki and also going to other energy healers when I felt like I needed to have sacred space held for me, fully presence for me, because I just many times was not in a place to do it myself. I was very depleted and very tired. And so it was kind of a combination of some self-healing and then also going to practitioners that I trusted. But these digestive issues started coming up as stomaching emotions that weren't necessarily mine. And there was just a whole lot to unpack in those realizations. And I began to realize that as a highly empathic person, I was also digesting, you know, other people's toxic emotions that for various reasons from past belief systems, I thought that was my job to take that in to, you know, to fix it or to make it better. And I think that was part of the transitioning for me is to create a boundary for myself that I don't have to take in all this emotionally overcharged stimulus from other people or from the news. I mean, I was just kind of taking it all in and it was a process of me creating better emotional boundaries for myself. And once I did that and acknowledged it and created a lifestyle that felt really good intuitively, then slowly those digestive symptoms started to heal. And there was no like special diet or special supplement that made that happen. I mean, it was all a part of a very balanced lifestyle and the healing naturally occurred. And it was actually, like you mentioned, it was a flowing experience. I didn't have to try so hard anymore. I love that. Yeah. And just recognizing how much, you know, when we've set up those energetic boundaries or those, you know, personal boundaries that we don't have to take other people's energies because that's what it is. It's an energy exchange, right? Because our energy fields are about what, three feet around our bodies. And so we're always intertwined, even in these toxic relationships or when we're allowing other people to come in and, and push our boundaries. And it's always an energy exchange. And when you recognize, yeah, like there's like this digestion that happens with that. And so how much that person or their energy field is really playing into the nature of our health. And that's a really beautiful example. So thank you for, for sharing that. Thank you. And I would encourage, you know, any of our listeners, you know, if you are feeling not like yourself, like really check in, do you feel connected with your physical body? Are you feeling connected in with your emotions and not judging the emotions? This like anger is bad or, you know, this other emotion is good. It's holding space for all the emotions and thoughts that come through and not shoving down or stomaching, you know, the ones that we think we shouldn't have. And I, I always say we don't need to should on ourselves. <laughs> and what was an effective practice for me was blending like the energy healing techniques of tapping and also self Reiki and incorporating yoga postures. Because so often I felt when I was doing the energy healing, I was, it was like this very cerebral experience and, but I still felt kind of disconnected in my body. So once I made this combination of blending yoga postures to help 
really feel embodied and grounded and then use the energy healing to move the emotional energy through. I created an energy healing yoga technique that I really like. And I would love to gift our listeners with a video of that on my website. So check out sacredpathyogaandreiki.com. Put that in the show notes and you can experience what helped me move from a state of dis-ease into ease with energy healing yoga. What a beautiful offering. Thank you, Brenda. And if you are interested in Stacy's book, Your Empowered Soul, A Natural Pathway to Healing Anxiety and Depression, you can find it on Amazon. And I offer holistic lifestyle coaching, and I have a free energy healing yoga video on my website. Check out those links in the show notes for our individual offerings. And thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes, liking us on Facebook, and please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with special guest interviews and speak the love, conscious conversations with your co-host, myself and Brenda. For just a low amount of donation of $2.22 or $5.55, which helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love so to contribute visit our patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast stay tuned for more episodes being released on mondays and thursdays at 5 55 a.m mountain time Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining.